0: Good morning. Hello there. My name is Chris Jeremy from Zenergy, and thank you for joining me for a walk-around tour of my local primary school with a view to identify energy saving and ways that you can save some money. So, to kick things off, we're going to go into the boiler house, and uh, this is where I'm, I'm currently standing, uh, looking at some uh, nice... Uh, we've got two floor standing boilers, we've got a control system, we've got various pumps and the control system that manages everything. So let's start off with the control system. Now everything that, that you do in terms of heating, ventilation, hot water will be controlled by this system or perhaps other systems throughout the school if you've got various boiler houses. Now, it's always good to uh, to have a little check around uh, and, and to see what the set points are. And sometimes this can be quite a complicated task and it can be locked down with passwords or passcodes. However, uh, there should be a way of being able to interrogate this information, either that by yourself personally or, or whether you get a specialist in to, to come and do that for you. But it, it's so critical in understanding what your times are that you have set and uh what temperatures you're trying to obtain within the school? Let's have a, a quick look through. So we've got heating that's on between sort of six o'clock and four o'clock in the afternoon. To, to be fair, probably seems a little bit long that the heating's on for that long in the afternoon. Usually, we'll we'll be seeing that the the heating system tends to ramp down about sort of half past two and as long as your building has a decent thermal envelope, they should retain the heat, you know, into sort of four or five o'clock where most of the, the people will still be there. Always good to, to try and reduce your, your temperatures wherever possible. Now, I can see, uh, you know, at, on this school, we're, we're trying to obtain a temperature of 21 degrees. If you knock that down to 20, then, you're more likely than not to save around 10% off your, your gas consumption if it's gas that you use for heat your building, obviously oil is another alternative LPG in some schools but it does make a big difference so for every every degree you go up, um, that's an extra 10% on your, on your budget effectively for your heating one other thing to look for is the frost protection stat. So I can see on this one here that we're, we're currently set at 12 degrees, not too far off. So that means that effectively the the, the control system detects the, the internal temperature in winter. And if it drops below 10 degrees centigrade, you'll see that the uh, or you'll feel that the heating would switch on at that point to protect the, the school and the pipe work from, from Costing up and, and therefore potentially having a massive leak. So, um, yeah, definitely one that you need to have in place and to make sure it's working accurately, but, but also to have it set properly so that the heating's not coming on unnecessarily. For instance, if it was set at 15, 16 degrees, then I'm guessing through winter, during the Christmas holidays, etc., it quite often drop below that temperature and so the heating would be coming on des- unnecessarily so let's have a little look at the hot water so again hot water is controlled all centrally here in this school very similar to, to most other schools that that we see um, the temperature set points uh, are so that the, the storage is above 60 degrees and, and that's correct that's in line with legionella often might have to go up as high as sort of 65 to 70 just to make sure that it's coming out at the outlet at the right temperature now ventilation as well in, 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 ventilation for this school isn't actually managed by the, the building management system there are some schools however that will have this type of control system where that you, you would control ventilation whether it be kitchen extract uh, air handling plant uh, or air conditioning unit sometimes via the, the centralised BMS system I, I guess just a word, word of warning on that just make sure again that, that things are set so that they come on only when you need them to come on and they're used as sparingly as possible. I have seen some sort of slight disasters where a brand new building been in operation for say about a year, and uh, throughout the school holidays and weekends, the kitchen extract comes on for three hours a day and uh, clearly is waste electricity as a result. So just be a bit careful on that. Okay, so I'm uh, just gonna leave the boiler house now. Just kind of a little walk around and go and have a look at the building fabric itself. So we've obviously focused on what we're doing in terms of heating the space, but let's see how we actually keep the heat in the space. So I'm just walking around the school and this is sort of fairly typical 1960s construction primary school. It's got double-glazed windows, which all look fairly decent. Most schools have been upgraded to double-glazed, as uh, I'm sure you probably have. But if you have got any single-glazed windows, look out for the next Salix decarbonisation bid for that, because that is something that scores very well on that, albeit it generally is very expensive and generally payback times aren't that great. But the the Salix decarbonisation bid really does favour it very well, so have a look out for it. So we've got cavity walls here at this school, and I can see looking at the stretcher bond uh, brickwork in the mortar that there doesn't appear to be any signs that it's ever been drilled and filled, which you would expect to see for a sort of 1950s, 60s building generally. Uh, if you look at a house of that age, generally you can sort of look two or three rows of bricks below the window line where the the, the cavities have been filled retrospectively because the mortars a slightly different colour. See, that's not possible if, if everything's been repointed but it uh, doesn't look like this school has had either so uh, it could be a really good opportunity to, to help retain and keep some heat within this building here okay so uh, let's just have a little look at the roof so this is again very typical of 1960s schools we've got a flat roof looks like it has been insulated now if it hasn't if you've got a school that hasn't had uh, flat roof insulated then generally there's not a fantastic payback time associated with it again you can look at some funding sources for it but it's such a poor payback time that you, I would expect to have to put a substantial amount of money into it myself if I was a school to, to have that upgraded so generally it's a needs must type situation and perhaps something you could get off uh, the back of a SIF bid okay so uh, we can see here that we've got a very good uh, roof insulation level seems to be good in good condition probably worth just having a little think about solar pv at this stage obviously that's not really associated with keeping heat in or or reducing your you know energy consumption as such but what it will do is offset your electricity consumption and uh, clearly it's completely renewable and there'll be much less losses associated with it compared to sourcing electricity from the national grid so let's have a little think about that so we've got a roof that sort of faces Uh, well it's flat so uh, you can easily face solar pv panels uh, in any direction you can tilt them slightly to to get a better angle for the sun at sort of 15 20 degrees quite comfortably the there's no sort of shading around there's no trees so that again looks highly viable that that you'd get a good solar um, incoming sort of generation off, off of that so definitely one that, that I'd be recommending to, to look at generally payback times for solar PV projects uh, for schools that are in the region of sort of seven years or so. So just walking around here now I can see that we've got a pitched roof on the school hall Let me just have a look through the windows that's a vaulted ceiling by the looks of it so there's there's low opportunity to insulate here easily it's just to note that if you do have a pitched roof uh, it's worth uh, having a look to see if you've got a def- decent enough uh, loft space that you can insulate. Typically, you're looking for at least 150 to 200 mil worth of insulation to keep the uh, the building nice and and roasty toasty inside. If you're having it upgraded, then you know that that would be to 300 mil at least nowadays within building regs for new builds. So. Uh, You'd be looking at a nice thick layer in there. Okay, so um, let's just have a little walk indoors now and we'll have a little look to see what's going on inside. Got a radiator heating system, again, very typical. So there's a TRV down here, uh, which is set to to five on the scale. It's uh, one to five, five being the hottest. Uh, Again, I'd probably look at knocking that down to three that effectively just ensures that you don't have overheating within the uh, within the building. So a lot of people, when they feel cold, turn them up to maximum or, or five on the scale, depends what, what you can uh, do it to. Um, but just beware that if you are doing that, uh, effectively all you're allowing is overheating. It won't actually heat the, the school up any quicker or that area up any quicker. Lighting-wise, we've got six-foot fluorescents, I think they are uh in all of the corridors and the classrooms um again this is an area of of energy saving led lighting nowadays pays back in sort of five years to seven years sometimes Uh, it'd be a fantastic place to uh, to be looking at investing some some money if there is anything spare okay just have a quick look out the window so uh car park lighting again comes under that sort of same umbrella really in terms of investment of for lighting uh, and I can see that it looks as though they've got halogen lights, sort of fairly typical that you almost have at home, but bigger versions, probably up to a kilowatt each. I mean, the LED equivalents for those nowadays would be next to nothing uh, in terms of wattage. Uh, a massive, fairly uh, really good investment that would be, I would say. So what else have we got going on within the school? So uh obviously ITC suites. Um, I can see that there's there's about fifty fifteen no, that's probably over and probably about thirty PCs there in in this classroom, um, worth just having a check to make sure that uh, the auto switch off is enabled on those PCs to make sure that that they're actually going off at the right time and and not having any risk of of being left on. And just have a walk through here. Okay, what we have here. Is some air-conditioning units in the ITC suite, quick walk around, so we've got a controller on the wall, fairly typical, we obviously want to keep the air at a reasonable temperature to prevent overheating within the room where obviously you've got lots of monitors and, and computers that will be pumping out heat. What is interesting here actually as well is we've got a high level pipework that goes around which obviously feeds the radiators I would imagine, just to look at it, let's have a quick feel if I can reach, uh, yep so that's hot so we've got air conditioning on at the same time that we've got uh, a pipe work going through um, which is heating so we've kind of got a, a counterproductive system there um, so I'd, I'd definitely uh, look at insulating that pipe work just to keep the heat out so uh, hopefully that's given you some some nice tips um, you know other things to, to just bear in mind at most schools would be you know staff rooms Uh, vending machines look at 24 7 time switches for these sorts of devices most electrical companies can come along and install those very cheaply and easily Uh, it might be something if you've got an electrician on site that they can uh, can come and do that for you uh, very cheaply and easily again just make sure you're only using exactly what you need when you need it okay i think that's that's pretty much everything that i can summarize right now but uh, hopefully you'll join us again for another podcast at some point soon take care and uh Wish you all uh, the best and stay safe.